When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. News from the Krabby Coffee Shop is brought to us by AimHighConstructionMN.com and Mid-Minnesota Motorheads on Facebook. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. I dispute that i'm not crabby and i think (laughs) my only goal here is to kill an hour of programming without (laughs) making anyone mad especially me uh but don and uh, john i have to warn you i'm uh, coming to you today completely 100 percent unprepared um uh, don knows this john doesn't i've been engrossed in a barn to shop renovation uh, I've been making an opening in the end of my barn for a big overhead door that's going in today. Uh, but thankfully, I know you two are prepared. John, you're always prepared, no, right? No, no. In fact, no? I, we just got a new floor in the garage, so I've been doing that. So I'm <laughs> okay, not prepared. So it's okay, me. so <laughs> Don, uh, you're always way, way over <laughs> yeah. prepared. Uh, sure. But first, I think uh, we need to clear the air. Um, and John doesn't know this because he doesn't listen Uh-oh. to my talk. Um, uh, <laughs> yesterday morning, Don went off on me. Oh, um, Don, do you uh, do you? Uh, is there anything you want to tell the class before no, we get started? No, I don't. Here? I actually was hoping that um, everybody involved didn't hear it. So why do we have to talk about it now? <laughs> um, the gist of it, if I remember right, uh, is we need to, especially me, uh, we need to be more professional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, in spe- specifically where I was testing the mic and I was like, are we ready to go? That was left in the podcast. And I oh. was like, what? What is this? And so then Kenny started to tell me about radio and how it works. <laughs> no, and, um, I didn't tell you how it works. I told and he's you like, how, this is how... a technique called blah, blah, blah. And I go, I've been in radio for 22 years, okay? Oh, it just sounds unprofessional. That's what I beautiful. said. beautiful. Um, and you know what she reminded me of, John? She what? reminded I've turned into one of those guys, oldsters in radio, who I used to hate <laughs> as a youngster person. Let me tell you how it's going to be, Olson. <laughs> You're going to write your copy in all caps. You're not going to use punctuation. You know, stuff like that. And, and I've, I've turned into that. And we did this I, in the 50s that way. I will say that yes. my point in all of it was is that that is good if your audience knows you, but you have to make friends with them first and there are a lot of people coming on board for this podcast who might not know you like that yet right right all right. Well, uh, what did you bring to class today, Dawn? <laughs> okay. Um, so she, she chastised you again. I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, you asked me to. so, so Deservedly. I, so I was yes. on a trip, and I saw written on the back of a woman's car, Venmo the Bride. Um, I will send it to you guys right now. 
they're trying to get money from people. Buy the bride a drink. Venmo at huh. Octabride. So that's her Venmo name. And you can send her money. But how do we know that she's actually getting married and that she's a bride and I don't know you, so why am I going to send you money? This could be a scam. It could just be people uh-huh. getting money. Yes. I also noticed when I came back from the convenience store that there was a man in the back seat feeding a baby. Oh. And I'm not judging like, okay, you can't have a baby before you're married, but it just made me think a little more <laughs> since I did that. It just made yeah. me think a little more <laughs> about that this could be a scam for people just wanting to get money. How do you feel about Venmoing the bride? Well, first of all, in case one of my parents are listening, Venmo is a mobile payment service <laughs> owned by PayPal. Venmo account holders can transfer funds to each other. Okay, I think it's brilliant. You and do? I'm re- oh, yeah, and I'm sorry I didn't come up with some low-down scheme like this on my own because I think this is a, what a great scam this would be. Now, this was this a bumper sticker, did you say? I'm sorry. No, it's like when people write on the back of their um, car with oh, soap or, you know, whatever. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Not soap. God, what am I, in the 1940s here? <laughs> it's something else. It's like, you know... Shoe yep. polish or something. Sure, sure. So yeah, that's I, what it was. I, and I I'm saw not, another I, one. Not mm-hmm. on the same trip, but since then I've seen another car with this on it. Saying the same thing. Yeah, Venmo the bride a drink. Or or Venmo the bachelorette party for drinks. No. See, I would take it to a different level because this is kind of celebratory, right? And obviously it's a scam. I would it for me it'd be something like just lost a leg, need help. Please, you know, you know what I mean? Sure. I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy. And then they start thinking, is he, hopefully it's his left leg that he lost if you're driving the car. (laughs) Right, right. Oh, I didn't put that together yet, so you can't say that. But, yeah, no, I'm thinking of Eddie Murphy in Trading Places where he's wheeling himself around on a cart (laughs) pretending to not have legs. So I think that's an awesome scam. So yeah. you think it's awesome? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to Venmo money to anybody I don't know if I see something written on their car. Yeah. I'm just not going to. Just not. Have you to. ever? Have you ever sent money? Uh, what's the other app we use um, to send money? Um, PayPal? Yeah, uh, no. Apple it's Pay? The one, it's the one we use when people, at, after funerals and to raise money. What, what is, what oh, is that? Oh, GoFundMe? Yeah, GoFundMe. Have you ever done any of those? Yes. I have, yes. In what instances where people are down and out and need help or people that are like making, cutting an album or making a movie? It's well, mostly when kids are having some type of a surgery and their parents are having trouble. Yeah. Like they, they've yeah. missed work and they, you know, it seems very really legitimate. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, I did do that one, the same thing that uh, you just said, Don, with a, a family uh, that I knew, though, uh, mm-hmm. and I thought they would need the money. And then I also did uh, one for a famous jazz guitarist who was ill, <laughs> and, oh. and he's always always been one of my favorite players. So who? I, I, uh, Kenny Burrell. Oh, is he still with us? Uh, he is, but he's. I think he's about eighty-seven now. And uh, so the Kenny money did help. I, I hope. Yeah, I, I sounds hope like so. it. Yeah. Didn't he play with Miles? Oh yeah, he played with everybody. Played with Miles and several. Yeah. Made an album with Coltrane. A great. I album. just realized, thinking about this, that 
I think I've only done it twice. Once I did it for a, a family of a, a friend of mine who passed away and they needed money. And then do you remember last, during, I think it was last summer during uh, the height of uh, COVID, Shay from uh, Shay Cab got in a crash. Yep. Yes. And yep. she needed money. And I think I sent Shay twice the amount of money that I sent to the family of my deceased friends. And now I feel awful and I hate myself even Why? more. <laughs> no, you, you're doing good things in both instances. Why well, feel bad? In those cases, though, I think I only do it when I I look at my bank account and say, well, okay, I can afford to send this much. And that's what I do. Sure. I think sure. that's what it's based on. <laughs> Uh, but Don, uh, to answer your question, I think this is a low down, <laughs> dirty, wonderful idea, and I'm wish I wish I would have thought of it, and I might actually take a bar of soap to the back window of my truck and try it. Yeah, I think you should <laughs> Only, get whatever they're using now, like shoe polish, whipped cream, oh, that's... shaving. No, shaving cream isn't that? No, that takes paint uh, off. You can't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's like I don't know. God. There's probably a real product that's made, and somebody lives in a mansion now, so you can write on your window with it, and it comes off yeah, maybe, easily. Maybe some young person will let us know what God, that I is. God, I feel so old right now. I know. <laughs> but I don't. I'm not going to start a Venmo account. Uh, I, I just want cash. Oh. Yeah. Well, you can well, <laughs> put it under my Venmo, and then I'll send you the money. Yeah, yeah I have doubts about that. Uh. <laughs> Johnny, what do you got? I got. I, I have. I hate. I absolutely hate lists. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. And last week we had the the every twenty year five hundred greatest songs of all time from Rolling Stone. Now my complaint about this is yeah. when I looked at it, the top twenty five, and this just tells you I quit listening to anything but old music in about 2000 in the top 25 i didn't know four of the songs i couldn't oh. sing them for you if i tried i would have no clue what what they are oh and that's just really? me and i is that an old person thing you know i'm an old person yes. now so yeah uh, I, uh, it is and it's maybe also because most of the new stuff i listen to is old rock bands who are making new music <laughs> or jazz stuff well this, this would be a perfect opportunity for you to listen for the first time at these songs and judge whether well, it, or not they're it, worthy. It would, but you know what? I'm I'm just not going to take that time. Oh, you're not going to oh. do it. Okay. John, I'm not going to. You, you should listen to my talk. They play the worst bumper music ever. <laughs> okay, Kenny. Oh, oh, and this morning, for the first time in my life, John, I recognized, without knowing it, I recognized a pink song. And wow. I recognized Pink's voice. I didn't know it. I you had no idea. Might be the first time I heard it, but I recognized the fact that it was Pink. And I got to tell you, it's a new low in my life. Oh my Pink. gosh! <laughs> well, I don't. Have, it's, I'm not saying I hate this stuff. I like, actually, when I've seen Pink perform on television or whatever, I I like what she does. I'm just saying I I don't listen to any hopefully no music radio station personnel from our. Uh, Hubbard Broadcasting Unit is listening. I don't listen to any new music stations. Right. None. Zero. Does right. it, well, you're not in the demo anyway. No. Well, not even close. Yeah. yeah and so it, it's and what, fine. what I, I listen to, when I listen to music, it's usually Sirius XM, and it's a completely different genre of music that uh, okay. then would, would oh. be you know top what, 40. Don? You yes. know what, Don? I think it's time for Johnny on the spot because uh -oh. what he's talking about just oh, happens God. to go along with something uh, that I've compiled for today, and so I'm you keeping are prepared. track. 
Uh, barely, barely. Oh, okay, uh, he's hiding uh, things this, from us now. Okay. I, I wouldn't actually call this show prep. This is just me <laughs> going down rabbit holes on YouTube. Okay. And uh, for today's Johnny on the spot, and there's only one oh. contestant. It's Johnny. He has to uh, name the song as I read the lyrics. Are oh. you ready, Johnny? I, I guess. This is great. Plowman, dig my earth. None will level on the line. Nobody offered his word. Hey, hey, no reason to get excited. Uh, I have to keep going? All along the watchtower. Okay. Um, Dylan or Jimi Hendrix, take your pick. A broom is drearily, what, one point. A broom <laughs> is drearily sweeping up the broken pieces Piece of yesterday's of life. Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. Stop talking. tick the traffic lights they turn blue tomorrow, and shine yeah, the that's, emptiness. Yeah, uh, that's that's Hendrix. On, that's uh, uh, on my bed. Oh, you God. don't know the name of this song it's because it's a, in your brain you're dead. Sleeping. <laughs> okay, you don't get that. That's all, all along the watchtower. Oh, don't, don't I get again? No, no, you get that Wait one wrong. Wait a minute. The first one was all along the watchtower. Uh, oh I no! Already when, said that. When cries Mary. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Third one. Nice quiz, Kenny. Oh. Third one. Get a dose of her in jackboots and kilt. She's killer diller when she's, when dressed, she's dressed to, the, to hilt. the hilt. Polythene Pam by the Beatles. Very good. I should get half a point for the Hendrix one. Something told me it was yeah. over when I saw you and her talking. Something deep down in my soul said, cry girl. When I saw you and that girl walking around, oh, that's just you from Kenny's personal I, life. I know, I know that too, but I can't think of what it is. Something was, told me it was over when I saw you and her talking. How can you not help. get that? That did not help. I'm sorry. Something deep down in my soul said, "Cry, girl." Uh-oh. When I saw you He's and that girl again. walking around. Okay, you don't get that one. Uh, don't you got two. I got two. Uh, that what is... What do you mean you got two? I would and rather go blind. Were you in blind. the contest? I am go not going to... Yeah. Jeez, yeah. Uh, this one I'm going to skip because I don't think you'll uh, get it. So don't worry about this one, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Tempted and, <laughs> tempted and tried were often made to wonder. Why it should be thus all the day long, while there are others living about yeah. us. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, and it's a wonderful song. It's called Farther Along by the trio, Emmy Lou, Linda, and Dolly. I knew okay. you wouldn't get that, so that one doesn't okay. count. But this one, this one, you have to get. Okay. Uh, and we're almost done. So Pressure's uh, on. Pressure's don't turn on. The, don't turn the channel. We're, we're, we're almost don't done. Don't turn that so, dial. It's a, it's a podcast. You can't. Because <laughs> Because all you women is low-down gamblers, cheating like I don't know how. Baby got no flavor, fever in the funk house now. This low-down bitchin' got my poor feet a-itchin'. Don't you know the deuces is still wild? Yeah, I know the song. I'm trying tick to sing it tock, in my head here. Tick tock, <laughs> Stop that's what, No, don't you tick tock. Tick tock. Five, four. Yeah, three, I know the song, but I can't two, think of what. Uh, one. Kenny got that one. It's Tumbling Dice. Kenny, Tumblin you dice. have the Jeez. list. 
Yeah, you don't, you don't, you get, don't to get to him. have points. He's really bad about scoring because on my talk we do games and he's the scorekeeper somehow, and then he will mark out like he'll give extra points to himself. So yeah, that's John, can you right. believe it? These dummies let me keep score. Can you believe it? <laughs> no, so I awesome. can't. Uh, you won't need too much persuading. I don't mean to sound degrading, but with a face like that, you got nothing to laugh about. No, no. Maybe me. Uh, no. Correct, Ban. No. You got what? nothing to laugh about. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Red lips, hair, and fingernails. I hear you're a mean old Jezebel. Stop. Five. If you four, uh, three. It's Rod Stewart. It's faces. Two, it's uh, it's a one uh, zero. I got it. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with you me. Lose. Thank you. I could. Uh, you're thanking okay. him. Don't thank him. Finally, and by the way, the score is four, Kenny, four, John, two. No, no, it's not. <laughs> don't want to know your name because you don't look the same the way you did before, okay? You think you got a pretty face, but the rest of you is out of place. You looked wow. all right before. That's uh, kind of nasty. Yeah, it's uh, I don't. I don't know four. that word. Fox on the run. All right. I won today. Stump well, Johnny actually, or I Johnny actually, on the spot. I actually knew five of them. I just couldn't think of the names of that three of them. Count. That doesn't count. Fox Song on the run is the only one I wouldn't have gotten. All right. I think that was highly successful. I'm really proud of the effort that I made. <laughs> oh, my today. gosh. How many, how, many, how many minutes did I kill there? Oh, quite a few. Yeah, at least uh, seven, I think. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was hey, great. We've got a uh, we've got a brand new sponsor joining us today on news from the Krabby Coffee Shop, and I, I have to ask you a question. If you're listening, are you the kind of person that uh, you actually have stories about a Rocket 350? Do you know what a Rocket 350 is? Uh, can you? stare at a big block motor for hours do you know the entire racing history of the Datsun 510 if you answered yes to any of these um, absurd questions I have one more question have you heard about Minnesota's newest and maybe the coolest car club around here it's called mid Minnesota motorheads they celebrate all manner of cool vehicles doesn't matter what you're riding but if it's a hot rod ooh, you get two thumbs up and what I like about this club is they raise funds and raise money and support the Eagles healing nest that's in Sauk Center Minnesota the Eagles healing nest helps veterans service members and their families who suffer from uh, those invisible wounds of the war brain damage you know the, the you come home and you're never the same um, so I want to check out yeah check out mid Minnesota motorheads on Facebook you can learn about upcoming events and how you can help them with Eagles healing nest it's a car club that benefits veterans mid Minnesota motorheads please check them out on Facebook and we thank them for joining us on news from the Krabby Coffee Shop nice. Dawn very cool yes you want what another you story Please. Okay, um, this one is super creepy, which I love. Uh, it involves an old house and a doll that was found inside the wall. Okay. Okay. All right, so a new homeowner in the UK discovered an old rag doll behind a wall. Uh, that's pretty terrifying, but it gets worse. It also had a note with it. Oh, no. Where it introduced itself <laughs> as Emily. Oh, um, no. I will read you the note. It says, Dear Reader, New Homeowner, thank you for freeing me. My name is Emily. My original owners 
lived in this house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go. <laughs> all, all they did was sing and be merry. It was sickening. Stabbing was my choice what? of death for them. Oh my God. So I hope you have knives. Hope wow. you sleep well. That's what oh was my. in there with the doll. <laughs> hope you have knives. Hope you sleep well. It's a nice, oh. creepy story. And it's like, and it's inside the wall. Like, it, okay, if you go to my Twitter account, um, we can repost it on the Krabby Coffee Shop Twitter account, hopefully. It's, um, you can see the picture of the doll. And, and they really had to bust through the wall to get to this. I don't even know how... They would wow. know it was back there. Were they doing some remodeling? Right. Usually that's how, yeah, you wouldn't go s searching for something. Now, obviously, somebody did this just to scare someone. And here's a tip. If I were to do this, <laughs> I would take some old-timey paper or take some paper and make it look old-timey by, like, soaking it in tea first to make it look <laughs> old and crumbling it up. Uh, maybe burning part of the edges and then write with like um, ink, like real ink from an inkwell and a pen in old writing, not on notebook paper. Oh, right. You know yeah, what I'm I looking mean? At, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's Hope very you much sleep. like, yeah. How about the sign off? Hope you sleep well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. And it kind of looks like, a, a kind of looks like a raggedy and only the hair instead of being red yep. is gold or blonde yeah but there it is in the wall there it is but look at oh i don't know if i'm buying this don because look i don't at, like it i knew you were going to say that just go <laughs> with it just enjoy it's, it it's the hole in the wall i mean come on it's, it's just a random one hole in the wall. It's not where like where they tore down an entire wall of sheetrock to re-insulate or something. Okay, uh, so let's say they're starting some reconstruction and they bust through part of the wall. And then they go, ooh, there's a doll in there. And then they took the picture. Did, what did are the chance? Yeah, go did ahead. Did you read John. the story, Kenny? No. Uh, they decided to explore the hollow void when a wire was spotted coming out of the wall. So that's why the one specific spot, oh they saw God. the wire coming out of that spot. I love John. He knows more information about this story than I well, do. I just say I it, and then he I, does his Googling and researches it. There's a problem with uh, Kenny sometimes on GL and with Chris Reavers where they see a headline and they don't read the story. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Now am I in that category? Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the, the headline is more interesting than the story itself. Um, well, that explains why they punched a hole in the in the wall right okay. there. Okay. But uh, as a homeowner, as somebody who owns an old home, if there's a wire sticking out of your wall, yeah, just ignore it. Put like a picture or something <laughs> over it. Oh, don't don't go don't go tracing that down. You never know. Next thing you know, no, don't do that. Don't do that. You might want to take like an EMF meter and see if there's uh, any leaking okay. electricity coming out of it. Oh. EMF meter. I, I don't know what that is. I thought it was part of your ghost hunting It uh, is, stuff. but it's also used by contractors, I believe. EMF, it's electromagnetic frequencies. Isn't that, isn't really? that some kind of music that they play in clubs, EMF? Yeah, that's it. Kids. Yeah. That's, oh, that's kids. John. At the discotheque. Yeah, I know I'm it's old. Whatever contractors, you know contractors. Come on, Kenny, you've got that one guy that Aim you talked to. 
constructionmn.com. Yeah, I'm let's ask him. him about it. You know, <laughs> he, he see how he does finds, know. Yeah, see how he finds leaking um, electricity that shouldn't be rampant in your home. I don't like the term leaking electricity. <laughs> that, that, makes, that makes me very nervous. <laughs> well, it should because it can cause like delusions and it can cause you to feel like very unsettled. And sometimes when we go into a home and I, I am a ghost hunter. I don't know if everybody who listens to this podcast knows that I'm with Twin Cities Paranormal Society. So we yeah. check with these meters to see, you know, if you put it up to an outlet, it'll go off. But if you're just going along, we check the whole room to see if there's any leaking really? electricity. Yeah, because if there is, they just need an electrician to come out and help them. You know, really? it's probably not, they're probably not haunted. They're probably just so, having mental issues because of all of the So EMF. a leaking electricity affects the brain. It can, and it can make you feel sick to your stomach. It can cause all kinds of problems. Hopefully, Chris at Aim High Construction won't say this is BS <laughs> because if he does, my ghost hunting days are over. Well, I think what we need, we need... Chris at Aim High Construction to go over to Such's house and do a little search because oh. this leaking electricity could explain a lot with our friend Joe Sucher. Eh? If you have an old wow. electrical box or something like that, you know. No, he's got a fairly oh. new house. Um, but this ghost hunting thing, part part of your ghost hunting, from what I understand, involves creepy, weird dolls. Oh, yeah. I mean, I collect them, so... And what purpose do they serve when you're looking for my great great uncle Jalmer, who died on Christmas Day on oh. his 24th birthday? What 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 would Jalmer care about a a, a doll? He wouldn't. But if you have a haunting where people have seen like the spirit of a kid running around, then you bring dolls, and then they will respond to those. There's also hmm. there's actually uh, something called a boo bear. Which is, it's it's a ghost hunting device that's a teddy bear, but inside it has like a, it has EMF detection, it has temperature con, uh, control or detection. Oh. If it changes temperatures, it will speak. It'll say, come and pet me or whatever. And then it says, ooh, that tickles if it makes contact with it. Really? Mm-hmm. Has this ever gone off? Oh, yeah. With, really? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? You throw that bear across the room. No, uh, I, I'm <laughs> thinking of Shaggy. No, yeah, I'm thinking of Shaggy and uh, Scooby Doo. <laughs> First, they'd jump up into the air and their legs would spin for five seconds, and then zoom, they'd get out of there. No, we just get really excited about and, and start asking questions, and you know, bring our other equipment over and ask it to, you know, hey, touch my arm, or hey, well, come here and play with this ball, roll it across the floor. Or whatever. Can you can you tell these ghosts politely to just get the f out? Yeah, I mean that's what we'll most people want you to do. Just stop it. Yeah, I mean we don't we're not. If you watch those ghost hunting shows where they're like aggressive with ghosts and they provoke them and yell and stuff, that's we yeah. don't do that. We're always very respectful. Well, you're the, the gentle approach. <laughs> yeah, that's what you you shouldn't like because that'll just make them mad. It's not like we have the real ability oh. to make them go away. We just have to ask them to go away. 
So ghosts are a lot like skunks. You want to approach a skunk very slowly and gently, and you don't want to make the skunk mad or upset him because otherwise you get the blast, right? That's right. You get the blast. (laughs) Please never say that again. (laughs) Don't ever say you get the blast. I don't want the blast. (laughs) This seems like... Uh Oh, might be a a good spot to talk actually about Chris and aimhikeinstructionmn.com. They can tackle just about any job that needs doing from roofing, siding, decking, remodels, restorations. Uh, They're going to help you out with design consultation too if you're thinking about a new kitchen, but you just have no direction at all trust me they really helped uh they really helped the roommate and i when we redid our kitchen because we we just had an empty head and chris and his crew really helped out with that they're a full service construction company they're obsessed with high quality craftsmanship and honest service here in minnesota and wisconsin uh their work their products all guaranteed and like i said i used them very very happy with them and here's the deal since hooking up with garage logic his calendar very full uh, so he's booking out uh, jobs months down the road. But as a customer, I can tell you, the wait will be worth it. Trust me, you're really going to love these guys. Their attention to detail is wonderful. You can find them on the web at aimhighconstructionmn.com. And be sure to tell Chris that you're either a GLer or a my talker or you listen to the Krabby Show uh, when you call him or message him again. That's aimhighconstructionmn.com. Johnny? Uh, boy, everybody's wanted to do this. A uh, Walmart worker in Louisiana quit in a profanity-laced tirade over oh. the store's loudspeakers. Oh, oh yes. Yes. <laughs> Beth McGrath posted the video of her resignation on Facebook. She said over the store's PA system, attention, Walmart shoppers and associates. My name is Beth from Electronics. <laughs> I've been working at Walmart for almost five years, and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. She continued, the attendance policy is BS, only she used the full expression, not just the letters. We're treated from management and customers poorly every day. Whenever we have a problem with it, the managers tell us we're replaceable. She continued, I'm tired of the constant gaslighting. This company treats their elderly associates like bleep. To Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. Greta and Kathy, shame on y'all for treating our associates the way you do. I hope you don't speak to your families the way you speak to us. She ended the one minute, 11 second video with bleep management and bleep this job. I quit. Oh, wonderful. I'm so surprised she got that much out before somebody tackled her. You know what I mean? Like a minute 11. Wouldn't you turn if you're a manager, at least turn things off? So I would run through the store it. and, you know, at least start singing, you know, so nobody could hear it. Or, But, you know, what's really interesting to me is that Kenny acts like he's heard this for the first time. And I was listening to GL yesterday. Didn't you talk about this yesterday? I did, but I did, but Kenny was not here yesterday. Oh. He was, he was not on the show. Okay. He was not on the show. All right. So, so, so you listen to so GL. Apparently, Kenny no, doesn't listen to the show when he's not there. Well, no, of course not. No, and I have, I have no problem. <laughs> and admitting I didn't know that. he wasn't on the show. Yeah, yeah he was that's pretty bad. He had the day. Um, this <laughs> did she get around? Uh, it was a her, right? It was a her. Yes, a girl. Yeah. Did she get uh-huh. a round of applause? Did the customers, anybody? Uh, it, 
It does not say that. However, on uh, Facebook, her uh, comment section is full up with people supporting her. Uh, she said she didn't really do it for that reason. She just posted it because she thought, I want people to know how I feel and how the employees are treated at this place. And so she posted it, and she's gotten thousands of replies, and uh, most of them very positive to the oh. way she went about it. So, Does she have any job offers? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if she'll... Uh... Isn't this the reason why in our business in radio, when it's time for you to go, they wait till your shift is over? And they <laughs> yes. don't let you... Like, they come to the desk with you. It's so yeah. mortifying. Like, they are. they think that you're going to... Um, steal something, I guess, (laughs) or take some sensitive information. So they walk with you and they stand there while you get your stuff. I don't think that happens in other companies. They literally monitor you. And I don't know this from experience. I've seen other people, it happening to other people. And I'm like, oh, God, here it comes. (laughs) I mean, if you have any inkling that you're going to get fired, you better get your stuff out of there <laughs> yeah oh yeah absolutely there's there's been times when i um early on in my career i knew a friend of mine was gonna get fired mm-hmm. and uh we cleaned out his desk and everything beforehand so uh when it happened the next day he had you know he oh, didn't have to grab nice anything just his headphones um well, we uh kenny used to have uh it was legendary when we worked at kstpa <laughs> i forgot about he, this he had a bug out box <laughs> all ready to go just this. in case yes just in case you know it, it was time <laughs> to leave one of those you know one of those boxes that the paper reams come in yeah. with the nice lid yeah because they're very sturdy i know what you're <laughs> yes. talking about kept, you can put I, all kinds I, of crap in there i kept one of those under my desk and sure enough one day i used it <laughs> oh my god so you can just sweep your arm across your desk and yeah. just put everything and, in it and i always made sure that i didn't keep anything uh, in or on my desk that wouldn't fit into the bug out box so you always have to keep a low inventory of personal oh items so absolutely and and he would also tell us you know if, if the boss wants to see me after the show please let me know because i want to get out of there before he has a chance <laughs> oh to come gosh, see that's me. the so worst he, he lived have in I, a paranoid streak there where he didn't want have I, uh, to show up I, I've told you about that, Don, where uh, Dan, our current boss, um, a couple of times asked to see me. Um, you know, I'd be walking into the studio and he goes, hey, when you're done in there, stop into my office. And, uh, and st- I'd go into the studio, I'd do my thing, and then I'd take the alternate route back to my uh, desk. Uh, oh, I would no. shut down my computers and I would just leave. I wouldn't stop go to you. I mean, you will not. Amy has talked about how you won't answer emails. Like, you just refuse to participate. Speak- you don't answer the phone. I don't. I don't. And that was the second time Dan in his career had to let me go. The first time it didn't go. Uh, quite as nice as the second time because the, the second time it, it was inevitable and I knew it was going to happen and it was a budgetary thing. But the right. first time was in the 90s and we were both working at the fan and I was doing the morning show with a guy there and about it ended at 9 o'clock. At about 9.15, I'm in the production studio and uh, Dan comes to the uh, comes to the studio. He steps in and he goes, hey, can you come down to Mick's office with me? He was the, Mick was the big boss. And I said to Dan, no, no, I, I know what's going to happen. I'll just leave now. I've got nothing here. I'll just go. And Dan's going, no, no, you got to come down. Uh, you got to do an exit interview or other, otherwise you can't get your paycheck. And I think at the time oh. they might have been owned by Disney or some corporation where you actually have to sit down with the employee you're letting go and do an exit interview. 
So I go down to Mick's office and... Um, you mean Mickey? His name was Mick. Well, you said uh, it was not... owned by Disney, so I wondered if it was the oh. mouse itself. <laughs> you know what? And I'm not going to give his last name because I still don't like the guy that uh, much. fine. I don't know um, anyone here. But so he has four pages of questions, and I literally stood there yelling and pointing at him for about 30 minutes. Every single question he asked me, I'm like, and furthermore, blah, 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 blah. And you said you'd do this and blah, blah. And um, I knew I was burning the bridge and shooting myself in the foot. And eventually that guy went on to run a different, much more powerful radio station in the Twin Cities uh, that I would never, ever, ever have a shot at working at because of that bridge I burned. Oh, God. I don't want to have any association with this conversation. I just want to say that right now. I don't know who this so, person is. I don't know the company he's mentioning, just in case. So uh, Dan is actually, he's really, really awesome. And there's very few people in the Twin Cities that understand what a true disaster I really am more than Dan. Yeah. Oh. Well. Amy's mentioned some things, but I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. How did we even get on that topic? I don't oh know, but I like uh, it. Firing uh, the the person at Walmart. Uh, well, have, have you ever have you ever raised a stink? When I'm assuming you've been fired a number of times, Don, haven't you? No. I really? Was, well, okay, not in radio. I was um, fired from one place, and that was Bass Pro Shops. Um, the headquarters <laughs> is in Springfield, Missouri. Um, oh yeah, that's and, right. Um, the owner lives like right down the road from my parents. Anyway, I worked in the catalog department where you take orders for like, you know, the Bass Pro yeah. catalog. People are hunting. Right. I know every right. type of camouflage there is. That's one of my many <laughs> talents. I can look at camouflage and go, "That's real tree, extra brown. That's for <laughs> duck hunting <laughs> on the East Coast." Right. Um, so, so I um, it was during training and. You could not clock in um, before or after the exact time, which I think is really stupid. I'm sorry. They needed to change that. So you had three strikes and you were out. So I I clocked in early once. So that was one strike against me. The second time I was on a smoke break back when I used to smoke, and I did come in a minute late. So that was the second time. And then my third strike, my car broke down. And then they fired wow. me. Wow. Wow. So only one of those I think is legitimate. Like, But it's a one minute. Like, oh, God. Did you raise holy hell? No. I just was like, all right. Let me <laughs> get my pen here because I didn't want to. I don't bring plants. I don't bring anything. I see all these people everywhere I work with all this stuff, pictures of their family and yeah. plants, yeah. living things they have to water. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Don't be that comfortable, well, girl. Right, right. I would rather be uncomfortable and have a bug out box and work yeah. in the business than I do, <laughs> than work in the real world. Because yeah. just because of those rules you just mentioned, uh, Kenny can't work under those conditions. Sorry. The, yeah. the real world is all. I went it's after awful. our last thing when we were in radio. I, I went and worked in the real world for a little while, about a year. 
I hated it. The company I worked for was great. The people were great, but they had the same thing. You, three minutes on either side, you had to punch in or out. Yeah. If you didn't, you got, you got written up or whatever happened. And then the other thing is, and this is horrible, but dealing with customers, oh, my God. Yeah. Those yeah, people were no. annoying as hell. I can't, I can't do <laughs> I'll it. I'll never be yeah, able to no. deal with customers again. No. no I won't. No, no, I just can't awful. do it. One time, uh, just out of high school, I was working a job uh, overnights loading Coke trucks up, you know, for the next yeah, day deliveries. Sure. And uh, I wanted to, yeah, Coca Cola, okay. Sprite, you name it. Uh, it was a heavy labor job, uh, hard work, low pay. And I asked for a week off so I could go to Aruba. And they said, no, we can't give you a week off. And I said, okay, I quit. And I walked out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. You already bought the ticket. It's too, too when, late now. When I was, uh, when I, my first job in radio, I was hired um, by Hubbard um, AM 1500. Uh, as a part-timer, and I was at the same time working at rent a a car rental agency. I quit that one on the phone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, nothing gosh. gives me a greater pleasure than quitting jobs. That's why I love that prod at Walmart. What a hero. Wow. She's a, tr- a true American hero. <laughs> I thought I was going to be fired once from a station, and I, because you start to get emails, and they start to bring you in, and the emails are always copied, like, the GM mm. is copied on them, or and you yes. know that it's being documented. Yes. Um, so I had two of those, um, and I found out that my partner, my radio partner, was um, sending emails to the boss about how he thought I was doing. Oh. Like, like here's she's not paying attention again, and he would send a sound clip because I found oh. it in the production oh. studio, and so I was like, oh, I am out of here. So I planned um, my exit. Um, I won't get into the details, but I'm the one who ran the Twitter account for the station. And so I just went to the competition and changed it to the new logo of the station that was their competition and took all the Twitter followers. I mean, that was a little of my revenge there. That's so evil. Oh, I respect that so much. Yeah, because nobody else was doing it. Nobody else was taking time to manage it. I'm like, we need to be on Twitter, you guys. Well... You're not on Twitter anymore because we just took everybody. So okay, that 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 makes me feel better about you knowing that you have that evil streak, and I say that by way of uh, talking and addressing you, Johnny. I'm willing to bet that you have never had an episode while quitting or being fired because you just uh, seem so no. laid back and even keeled. Never, uh, never, I've never had an issue. I've never been fired from, a, well, <laughs> just, you know, a couple of years ago, but that turned out all right. But yeah, that uh, was budgetary that, and, and yeah, we understood no. that. It, it wasn't other than anything. That, yeah. it's, it's always been my doing. I, I've quit or moved on to a different job. I did have one. Uh, I've been great. I've had great bosses. A lot of people yeah. say in radio, oh, God, the bosses suck. Yeah. I've been very lucky. Have good bosses once when I worked in Bismarck, though. I uh, was working the overnight shift. I did that for about six years, and the PD was the morning guy. Great guy, Bob Beck's his oh. name. St- he's still with us. Yeah. Great guy. And, uh, well, I one night left my uh, resume in the copy machine. Oh. When Bob, 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 Bob came in in the morning. Bob came in the morning, and he, and he went to make copies of uh, things so that he could give them oh. to the newsman who was on with yeah. him. Shiny. He goes, what's he, this? He walked into the studio, he goes, and he gave me this big grin, and he just went, 
here, I think you left this in the copy machine and turned around and walked out. I thought, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> what, God. What have I done? But it was that he is was fantastic. Fine with it. Yeah, he, he didn't care one way or the other. Using company ink to go somewhere else. <laughs> so you also worked for um, a, a, who I consider a good friend, although I don't talk to him anymore. Um, well, that's that's why, you know what, that's why what? he knows I like him. I don't talk to him. Leighton Peck. You worked for ah, Leighton, right? Sure. And Leighton was the program director at um, KS95. Did you ever get a chance to meet Leighton, Don? Me? No. Yeah. Mm-mm, no. He's a cool, cool guy. Uh, I think... He was a lot, probably a lot easier to be a friend with than he was to work for. But John, was he on running it or was it Bob Davis running it when you spilled an entire can of Coca-Cola on no, the board? No, it was, was a the cup boss? of coffee. Let's be honest. It was a cup of coffee on the board. Oh, and gosh. It, and it was Leighton Peck. Uh, Bob uh, left shortly after I started there. Uh, and uh, then I went to produce the morning show there and I put the cup of coffee to my right. Not thinking anything of it. And it was five in the morning. I spun around and poof. And the entire right side of the board started smoking. And I thought, you know. And the the host at the time, Van Patrick, the guy I was producing. Van, yeah. Is teasing me nonstop saying, oh, God, you're going to get fired. You're going to get fired. Boy, where are you going to find another job? Luckily, the PD at that time, Todd Fisher. Came in about an hour later and said, "Don't worry about it. You know, you're not you're not getting fired. We're not going to fire oh, you." Oh gosh! But the engineer at the time, do you remember Ron Cosda, Kenny? Uh, I don't Cos- remember Ron. No, little 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 guy he talked just like this. Really nice guy. He talked just like this. And he was luckily a, a Green Bay Packer fan, as oh, am I. Okay. So he would always he had to rebuild the whole board. We had to go into the production studio, which was tiny at the time, and do all of our shows but ron would walk up to me and go you're you're damn lucky that you're a green bay packer fan. that's all i heard for a week while they fixed the studio up don can you imagine being so loved by the bosses that you can dump an entire cup of oh, coffee on no. the board i don't care who you are that must be i, I mean was, wow according Gosh. to cause it was eight grand to replace everything. Eight that grand. Eight grand, yeah. So um, ever since then, um, from time to time, every couple of years, we'll get a memo from uh, up above <laughs> saying, liquids are not allowed mm-hmm. in the studio. Yeah. And, and, and then the memo all on the bottom always says, uh, except if you're John Height, then it's okay. You can bring I, your liquids. Oh, my gosh. I, you can't do any wrong. <laughs> I can do even better than that. About two weeks after this happened, uh, our boss, uh, big boss, Ginny, uh, sent out a memo, and they bought us all the coffee cups Aww. that have the screw on top so that you couldn't spill Wait a minute. Mugs, yes. This. This that mug. Right there. That's it. Yes. That's it. I have two of them. Yes. Yes, uh, the actual yeah. mug. Is, how old? How long ago was that? Oh, gosh. That would have been late 90s, maybe. Oh, my two, gosh. John, 2000, you had, that maybe? mug is from 2000. the late 90s? <laughs> we had hundreds of these around because I didn't come yeah. back to work to, for the station till like oh two. Yeah, they got a whole batch of them, so yeah. nobody could drink no, anything. We, without we had it. hundreds of these in the building at one point, <laughs> and I st- I still have two of them. It's All my favorite mug. Of me. That's oh, awesome, John. John. Well, here's to you. I love that she just bought everybody mugs. She's cool. Uh, yeah, very cool. Oh very man, cool. did you ever work? Well, I think i probably know the answer to this but i started in radio when i was 19 so that was 1993 and okay. you could smoke in the studio oh yeah it's <laughs> like i would come in for my shift my midnight to 6 a.m and the dude that was on before me the night guy yeah. he is just smoking heaters in the studio there 
And then I remember there was a change while I was there, and it was like, you can't smoke anymore. And I think they lost half their staff. (laughs) I'm like, oh, good. I get to be the night girl. I get to move up because Johnny smokes a lot. He can't stand not smoking every five seconds on on the air. The PD I told you about in Bismarck, Bob Beck. Uh, was a uh, he was he had been an alcoholic and he went through treatment and he was fine. But uh, his thing was he said he covered all the time by smoking nonstop in the studio. It was an ashtray, and by the time his three-hour shift was done, there'd be forty cigarette butts in there. So oh you can imagine. Oh my gosh! You oh. just described me up at the uh, Maplewood Studios uh, for AM fifteen hundred, because I even after the policy went into effect, I kept smoking in there. Until one day, Ginny walked in and said, you know, the whole building smells like smoke. You know that, don't you? <laughs> like, obviously, you're smoking. <laughs> and and wh- coming from her, it's like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll oh, stop. Then. And finally, I did stop, uh, at least in the building. Yeah. Wow. God, those were the days. I, th- I think what I've gotten out of all this is we've had very good bosses <laughs> during our 10 years. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and it just it shines a light on the why we never make it in the real world i mean we're not we're not that we're just we fail at reality (laughs) you fail at reality yeah Yeah, i I can't do it i can't have a boss yelling at me i can't have i can't deal with customers i just i can't cope i'd be i'd be living on the rails you know if it weren't for this business oh kenny what would you do if you didn't do radio i do road construction that's it Road yeah. construction. That's always been my dream job, road construction. When I get mad and I start ranting and raving at home, you know, we all do that. And our significant others have to listen to us. Yeah. I always say, I'll go work at Aldi. I don't care. <laughs> Barely, that's my backup plan. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't want to work at Aldi. Do you know the pressure that they're under? Do you see how fast they scan things? It's impossible to bag your bags. John, who was the guy we worked with that said, he said, I'm going to go be a greeter at Walmart. Who was that? It was, was it John? I don't it was, know. Um, the, the, the one, that, the guy that scared the hell out of me all the time, John. Uh, and he worked at my talk for a while, too. Oh, hmm. I don't Bur- know. Burns, John okay, Burns. Yeah. Oh, Burnsy. Burnsy. Yeah. Good old Burnsy. Burnsy. Burnsy now, always said, I'll, I'll go be a greeter at Walmart. And I think he uh, actually did. He is. He, I know what he did. He went and worked at Costco uh, moving carts. The guys that bring the carts in and out. Uh, John, John went and did that for a while. He's probably way happier, too. I bet he's I, not. I bet he's angrier than ever because people are terrible with carts. <laughs> When nobody's looking, this shows your real morality. When you choose to just leave your cart wherever, God is watching you. I'm just saying. Because I've had to return carts before at a job. And it's like, Uh what kind of person are you when no one's watching you? You know what I do? I stack it. I take the cart and I push them forward and make sure that they're all the way in so that the guy or gal can get them easily. Yeah. Okay, I do the same thing, but my question is, nobody's in the bathroom. You're not washing your hands every time, right? No, no. you've got, you're, you're, you're going to the bathroom during a commercial break. I watch you run out of there, and you've set a <laughs> you're timer. You're talking to me? Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm looking right at you, McLean. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. You set your timer. You take off out of that control room. you got three minutes. There's no way that you're washing your hands every single time. I absolutely wash, wash them wow. every time, and I also have hand sanitizer also. 
I know how much time it takes me to go to the bathroom. And I also put toilet paper on the seat. I, I cover and hover. Cover and hover. You know? And that's and why I have amazing I wanna... thighs. <laughs> do I have to remind you that, that that women's restroom there by radio, that's the one that the rats come out of about that's once, right. one, once every three years they come out of there. Yeah, up out of the toilet. Poor Alexis. <sighs> oh. Have we done enough yet? I think so. I don't know. All right. Who, who Let's end it with Cover and Hover. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. End it with that story. <laughs> Hit that music. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Uh, cover and Hover. I think I saw them at the entry one time, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining us uh, once again for uh, News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.